kind of a soupy issue coming up here, kind of an unclear issue at times. But uh, there's an article in The Guardian talking about uh, mostly UK-based, but some people from other places in Europe uh, who are content creators and who are increasingly turning to union or union style kind of union inspired organizational efforts uh, for support and to be able to have some kind of control over their platform and over their relationship with content platforms such as YouTube, Twitch, Patreon, you know, what have you, uh, who do not classify content creators as employees in any way and do and are not legally beholden to them in any real meaningful way. So people can get caught between a rock and a hard place a lot of times if they're an independent content creator working on these platforms. So the Guardian article profiles a bunch of people. Uh, it starts with reality TV star Amy Hart, who was apparently on something called Love Island. I don't know. I don't watch British TV or reality television, but it's like a love. It's like a relationship-based survivor kind of show. I have no idea. It's a da- yeah, um, it's a dating show. It's a dating show, exactly. But she posted a short video, which uh, is only like 14 seconds long, so I'll insert it in the episode right here. Guys, we're in a really uncertain time when it comes to work and your rights and legislation, so I would say, if I can give you one piece of advice, join a union. They were my absolute saving grace and safety net when I was employed by a big company, and they know so much to go into. But she basically just is saying, like, join a union uh, and, like, you know, if it being in a union helped me more than anything else when I was in the regular workforce and you owe it to yourself to join a union. Uh, so it went really viral, uh, and it struck a chord with a bunch of people who were sending her Karl Marx memes, uh, which is always cool and calling her a socialist icon. People love to, people need socialist icons. Uh, yeah. Cause I see that bandied around a lot. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I think that's really great. Like, literally, just make someone a socialist icon as long as they say, cool, then, like, we got another one. We got another one. That's another (laughs) one in the bag, people. Another tick for socialism, another point on our side. But uh, she said that Unite, which is apparently the second largest trade union in the UK, was really valuable to her after she joined in 2011 when she was uh, 18. She said that the union gave her the strength to stand up to bosses who would try to get you to do stuff you're not supposed to do, uh, and believes that unions are more important than ever right now. And she says, as an influencer, she's upset that her job is too niche for unionization. But then they give a laundry list of examples where that's not exactly true. Um, which is, I, I just want to point out, it's surprising that the article is like saying, well, this socialist icon, cause we're just going to go with that. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Uh, well, it has, has actually made an incorrect assessment in saying that maybe, uh, they're not able to, um, have a union as a content creator. Cause here's a bunch of examples. And so I think I'm a little surprised that this is coming from the guardian. I mean, Yeah. Uh, maybe it's not as shocking to see it in a UK publication that courts the center as much as it would be in a US publication, because I think the trade union movement is still stronger in the UK than it is in the US. And also like they have a much more radical history of trade unionism there, but, um, yeah, that makes sense. It it still is kind of surprising to see it in such a, in such a mainstream, um, publication, but uh, yeah, they gave a bunch of examples here of different um, 
unions that have been formed. Uh, the creator union just happened recently with fashion blogger Nicole Ockren and influencer expert Kat Molesworth, uh, which is the UK's first union for digital content creators. And that same month, an industry trade group named the American Influencer Council was launched in the US, which is, I think, the second uh, content creator union to be launched in the United States. And in Germany, this was the thing I was most excited to see in this article for no other reason than I actually watched this guy's YouTube channel. Uh, Jörg Sprava, uh, is a YouTuber who runs a channel called the Slingshot Channel. And basically what he does is he makes slingshots and custom bows and any anything that oh, launches yeah. another I've heard thing. You, I've heard you reference this on Beep Beep before. Yeah, I've, I talked about him on, on my other show before because like I love this guy's shit so much. He's like, we're going to take a Legolas bow and we're going to figure out how to make it shoot automatically. So you just pull and release and pull and release. and it ke- Like he does all kinds <laughs> of like insane shit like that. He's an absolute treasure. Very, very wonderful man. Uh, and he has 2.6 million subscribers he is fighting to have his uh, union, which I couldn't find the name of in this article, uh, recognized by the tech giant YouTube because he's having trouble with monetization on his videos and the way that you know ad revenue works on YouTube and all kinds of other stuff like that. So uh, there's you know there's a bunch of instances. In August, it was revealed that the government paid social media personalities to promote the NHS test and trace system, uh, mostly former Love Island contestants. Uh, and social me- people on social media called it scandalous that taxpayer money was being spent on what they called wannabes and vacuous media whores, which is like, wow, I, British people. I, <laughs> Jesus. That, uh, was for one, it's really good when uh, a country actually is putting money into educating people on policy. I yeah. think that that's something we see consistently as a failure. Like, I bet there are local provisions around you that actually provide you, like, probably actual material benefits that you've just never heard of because it's hidden deep inside some book that they don't want you to read. Well, like, Americans are scared of, like, public programs. Like, we have tried to cancel PBS so many times, and PBS is, like... Nothing. PBS is like, you know, it's, it's some feel good stuff and it has some good program, but like in, in the UK, like they're used to having state run systems, you know, they have the NHS, they have, um, well, one example of this that I, that I ran into just the other day was apparently in this small area that I'm in, you can actually just go to town hall and get a free launch pass for a bunch of different boat launches. Like if you live, if you live in this like city, you just are able to use the boat launches for free. But no one would know that because it's not advertised. Yeah, no. Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, you know, you see in in socialist countries or even in like not socialist, but just like better, you know, less hyper-capitalist countries than the United States, uh, tons of money is spent on public awareness campaigns, infrastructure development projects, uh, public education initiatives, training programs, like anything that you could think of. And they're really helpful, you know, even if they don't amount to like, you know, realizing communism in the next 50 years or whatever, like they're still really helpful to a lot of people. And in the United States, we're just like allergic 
to that, um, which is crazy. Like we had, they even say down here uh, about this in 2016, YouTuber Hank Green created and poured $50,000 American into the Internet Creators Guild designed to protect and aid content creators. But last year, ICG closed down due to a lack of interest, among other things. Creators with big audiences often don't feel the need for support from a collective voice, read its final statement, which is interesting because it's like, in America, we always want to do it really big and we want to like get the big names in our union so that it's like this cool thing. And it's like, but then the union is just going to serve the interests of really big content creators, you know, shouldn't there be protections for like, not to sound like I'm out here just trying to get myself people, taken care right, of. People but. <laughs> with 15 followers or yeah, with, sure. with, with, with 21 patrons. Thank you all for being patrons. Thank you all so much for being patrons. That's right. But yeah, I, it's like, you know, where are the protections for like mid-level content creators? And I think there's also a valid conversation to be had about like, which ones do we really need? Because I don't know how much money Instagram influencers make. And like, I'm talking about like the most vapid hyper-capitalist, like the, the stuff that I would be the most diametrically opposed to. If they're getting exploited, even making that content that I vehemently despise, I'm on the side of trying to get them protections. But I don't know, like it's, some of them, it seems like they really do have a very successful grind. And then there's an additional layer of obfuscation because, you know, people don't like to talk about their finances anyway. We're conditioned not to do that. But then on top of that, there's the whole social media phenomenon of only presenting your best self. So some of these people could be drowning in fucking debt and poverty, and I would never know because their Instagram videos or their tweets or whatever are like pitch perfect and, and always spotless, like, you know, expensive environments and stuff. Or they could actually be that wealthy. And so it's like almost like I don't want to like means test who gets in the union, but I do want to like try and peel back the way that social media and being a content creator specifically obscure your class relation right. to the rest of the working some, class. Some transparency, like, like earlier when John said, Hey, your patron dollars paid for this, uh, Labatt's blue. That's actually totally false. <laughs> he, he paid, he paid for that on his own. That's right. This came out of the beep beep money. Actually, we are still recouping our initial investment in producing this podcast for you, but we're close. Right. And thank you so much for supporting that dream of breaking even. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, hopefully we'll get some stickers and maybe, maybe masks. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I think that, that you're absolutely right that we do need to have, or, and like, when it comes to a union, sometimes there are benefits to the union. Like you learn what other people are making. You learn what kind of money other people are making because mm -hmm. you joined the union. And that is something that we discuss in order to actually do, uh, like some sort of fixing of wages when it comes, when they're so un like they're, they're distributed unequally. Yeah. Um, so well, that's like that. That'd be the super valuable thing about a content creators union, right? Is like we all find out what each other are making. We figure out which platforms are actually willing to treat us well. Like that's always been the big, the the big narrative in the United States. It's like if you don't like, or in capitalism generally, it's like if you don't like a co a company. If you don't like a platform, don't support it. Don't be on it. If you don't like YouTube, go be on Vimeo. If you don't like, you know, Patreon, go be on... There is no alternative to Patreon. I'm sorry, you're fucked. But, you know, there's a bunch of... Te technically, there are. There are just none that 
people are able to quickly type in because there's just not a public consciousness around it. Right. I mean, I think that Patreon existed when we were first making content like te- like 10 or 12 years ago and but th- but we didn't do it because even then like it w- there was a million different little platforms that were trying to get going and so you couldn't right. tell which one was ever going to make you any money at all. And I think that that's still true. Yeah, and that's that brings up another interesting thing. It's like, you know, you have these organizations that are challenging the traditional way that media needs to be presented, like means TV, for instance. And that makes you wonder, like, if your union got to a sufficient size and sufficient level of influence, at some point you might just be like, why are we shopping around for the best platform to be on when we could just develop a platform that's actually designed from the bottom up to be equitable and fair and transparent and you know all of all of the things that people admire about organization when when they're when it's working well and i would love to join the means tv union and but if they if they decided to do a foray into audio only i don't know yeah, well, I mean, it's they don't even they can be you, you. That's the thing. Like, you could be connected in so many different ways, and you could have all of these different like affinity kind of relationships between podcasters and animators and uh, truck rant YouTubers and fashion influencers, and you know, like the whole the, full, the whole fucking spectrum of people who make their money online. Like, I think I think there is an acute kind of alienation that you if you didn't notice it before being a content creator will definitely make you realize how alienated you are from your own labor and even the things that you produce under capitalism unless you scrap tooth and nail to to save it from just becoming a commodity that you are being exploited as you produce and that's really hard and a lot of times fighting that fight tooth and nail to keep it your own is also a fight to defeat your own ability to make money off of it because of the system that we live in so yeah uh, content creation unions if they're going to take on a lot of different forms and I hope that we see a bunch of them because they it's a very experimental kind of territory of labor relationships under capitalism and I think that it holds potentially a, a, a lot of promise. I don't want to get too optimistic, but I do think that there is something to be explored there. 